0: I am so excited to have you join me today on the My Whim Life Show. As always, I want you to tell my little corner of the world a little bit about you.
1: Thank you, Wendy. Thanks for having me on. I actually see your, your videos online and thought, oh, that's so sweet that she does that. And when you asked me, I was I was thrilled and honored and excited all at the same time. So. So thanks for having me. Um, so me, uh, I am an open book, so I tend to make a short story long, but I will try to tell you a little bit about me when it's, uh, relevant. Um, so I am own native. I grew up in, um, McCall mostly graduated from high school. McCall I'm actually fourth generation, um, to graduate high school there. My kids were the fifth and, uh, uh, so I, um, grew up in Idaho. I love Idaho, like crazy, thought about moving away sometimes, but I always come back to, there's really not a better place in this, uh, in this world than Idaho. So, um, grew up skiing. My dad was an Olympic skier. It was sort of our, um, religion growing up. We didn't really go to church. We went to the ski hill
0: <laughs> and,
1: uh, and, um, had a great relationship with my parents. Um, I, I've, it was the three of us growing up. I have three half brothers, but um, they didn't live with us. So it was my parents and I'm grown up and um, great childhood and um, lived, uh, went to Boise State and um, stopped going to Boise State before I graduated and had babies and a couple of marriages and uh, finally decided to go back to school at about 45 I started playing ice hockey at 38 so I think I really kind of started living uh, later on in life went back to school at 45 um, and finally got my degree and uh, went into the financial advising world the financial uh, professional world and now I am a full-time financial professional and uh, help women um, and all people really but I really love working with women and um, getting their money act together and helping them with their future and being empowered. And, um, like I said, I love to play ice hockey. I am married to my husband, Chris, who is third, um, third times the charm for me. And, uh, we raise bird hunting dogs. My kids, Sarah and Brandon are both grown and out of the house. We found out this weekend, one of them's got engaged. So they're both up and out and, uh, and I'm just enjoying life with my husband and, you know, doing some camping and fishing and all the things that you do in Idaho. So,
0: so yeah, I was going to say all the things you do in Idaho. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I
1: love to golf, love to be outside, love to be active, all of those things. So.
0: Fantastic, fantastic. Um, I know uh, just from from talking to you previously, like your passion really, really, really is helping women. Um, where did that come from? Did you have an experience in your life that made you go, I, I went through this and I wanna help others go through it? A few of them actually, a couple of them.
1: I, uh, like I said, I, I stopped going to school my junior year in college. I thought I wasn't gonna be a teacher. And uh I got sent into um a second grade classroom as a student teacher and I last and about three months later I'm like I I I I don't wanna be a teacher. I I just don't I, I can't do this. Um so I, I changed my my major to business thinking, okay, I'll just get a business degree and figure it out and um really liked the law and ended up going to legal tech or secretarial school and then um and then started a wedding planning business. Um, did that for 15 years with, um, like I said, I had one hus- husband, number one, and then husband number two. During husband number two, I um, received a pretty substantial inheritance from a, um, when my family, my grandfather father died. And even with my dad's help and the books he gave me, and Amy, don't spend it all in one place. And uh, I, between a husband that was spending it like crazy and not telling me, and a in my own dreams and thinking that I could afford it now, I was, I actually ended up having to file bankruptcy four years later. And, um, and it was, it was like, how did that go? I mean, I'm, I'm from a family who knows how to do this. And, and how did I, how did I not do that right? Um, and it wasn't until a couple of years later, um, after I'd gone back to school and got recruited into going into this industry, I was, when I went back to school, I was like, I don't know what I want to be when I grow up, but I'm going to leave it up to the universe to kind of help me figure it out. And about a year into the back to school, I got recruited by um, a friend of mine who was in the financial services industry. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. I want to sell life insurance. Oh, that just sounds awful. It just sounds like the worst, worst job. Right. And I think about death and all of those things. Um, But uh, my dad who had always followed me and always supported me and, even through all of my ups and downs and the bankruptcy, and I can't believe you did that, shaking his finger at me, um, he found out what I was doing and came and met with our people at the uh, at the company, and um, he took me to dinner and he said, "Amy, I think maybe you finally found it. You're a planner. You're organized. Um, you you, I think you can do this." And then my dad died four days later, and. Um, after all of that and his support and all of that, he, um, I, it just was one of those things. Well, when he did that, he left, lo- he left quite a bit of money to my mom and he took, um, really good care of her. He married her when he was, she was 21 and, uh, was, he was quite a bit older and he, she was a great wife to him. And, um, he was in a plane crash, um, 20 years before he died, 18 years before he died, But she she took really, really good care of him, but she never really knew how to do the money part. And so um, so when he died and she had this money, he always said, well, the accountant and the and the attorney will take care of you. Well, she doesn't get that from the male accountant and the male attorney. Nothing to say about males. However, that's what she wasn't getting the empathy. She wasn't getting any kind of education from them. She wasn't getting any of that from them. And I was able, because I was now in this industry, even though it was brand new, was able to take that and make it so that she now doesn't even have to think about money. She knows she has it, she knows that she's okay, she knows what's gonna happen for the rest of her life, and she's got this semblance of, of knowledge. And so between those two things in my life, the bankruptcy and the inheritance, if I would have had somebody in my life like me, then my life would be, it would have gone completely different right sure. and then also helping her get that there you know there's so many women that just don't know what to ask they don't know the questions to ask and so yeah it's all personal and it's all uh me wanting to just help people women feel empowered to do it right. themselves we can we
0: can yeah. With our own dad, husband, but we still can yeah absolutely you know i think especially in in the more modern world that we're in where uh almost every household has both people work, uh, on a regular basis. Uh, you know, I think, uh, us as women, we really need to make sure that we understand these things. My mom was the same way. Uh, you know, luckily my dad had, um, had talked to myself and my sister about, about his situation so that when he passed, uh, Courtney and I could easily uh, take a look at what was going on and, and make sure that mom was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's been super great about well, don't don't just do it for me. What, tell me what you're doing. Explain it to me. You know. So I, I think there's real real power and self esteem in mm-hmm. knowing what exactly is going on with with your money. So that's yeah. super important. For sure.
1: For super sure. And important. I really feel like I'm in the exact space I'm supposed to be. Like followed followed whatever it was. And that's where, that's why, you know, that's why you go through the struggles you do is so that you can, you can help other people with those kind of things. So, yeah. Yeah,
0: I absolutely agree. I absolutely agree. So on this journey, now that you've found your, your passion and which direction you want to go, what are some of the habits that you utilize on a daily basis that keep you on track? (laughs) Habits.
1: I try with habits. I truly, truly want to make habits that work for me. Uh, I I really, it starts with the alarm clock. I, you know, um, one of my favorite books is that five second rule, you know, putting your, and one of the biggest thing is putting your alarm in the other room and when it goes off, you get up and, yeah. you know. Um, I have a little trouble sleeping sometimes, so that's really hard because I'm like, but I only got four hours of sleep, right? <laughs> you still have to get up, and and you still have to be in bed by a certain time, and and um, so that's one of the biggest things for me. And I've also found out that I kind of lose interest in my day about three o'clock, not in the whole day, just in actually making my brain work for for the sure. whole day. So um, just giving myself a lot of grace there and making sure that that I I know that I can go. If, if it's something that interests me, I could do it after three o'clock, but I, I try to do most of my thinking day, uh, in the morning, um, and so that's the other thing about the alarm clock, is because I know that if I get up, I can get all that stuff done, instead of, um, wasting my day away, and then the other thing, this is the new thing that I'm trying to do, and I'll show you, um, so I, I've been through planners, and productivity apps, and all of the things that you're trying to, Get your stuff together with, and and yeah. uh, I finally decided um, that I was going to make my own. And so I actually do. I took all of the pieces out of planners that I like, and I made my own planner. And I find it at Kinkos. And I print it all pretty, and I put vision boards in it, and I put habits that I want do and checklists and things um but i made it exactly for me i didn't pick one that oh 90 of that works but i don't like this corner over here and whatever and i only do it monthly instead of the whole year and so just that just making myself know me enough to be able to do the have those little things
0: yeah so absolutely yeah. yeah, and I think every everyone's so different when it comes to to those habits. I mean, there's some there's some standard things that that just about everyone does, which. Um, Waking up in the morning brushing your teeth. These are all common things. We've all got to do that every day Um, But when you get into productivity and some of the other things that that we need to do It's so individualized and I love that you're embracing that you're like, I don't it's not a one-size-fits-all for me I really want to see Which pieces work for me and put those to work in and letting go of the rest instead of feeling like you're obligated to do All the things. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And thank God for Canva because I, that's where I did that and it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's love our friends. My office are like,
0: give me the, give me the template, please, please. (laughs) So, hey, you know, you can always sell that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anytime you create something, I love it. I love it. So, outside of work, I know you do a couple of. Outdoor activities for fun. You like to golf, but not great at it, and yeah, you sure. play ice hockey. So, I do. tell me about that. So I started. Uh, can
1: I? Do you want me to tell you the the whole story, the funny story, which is not it's 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 not completely PC, but it's it's close enough.
0: Oh, you should put totally it out
1: if you want. Um, so I, my son, playing ice hockey when he was. Uh, my my husband now was the guy that that was taking the registrations but i was married to somebody else at the time but it was mccall and we all knew each other and um we would play these parent kid games and and the kids were seven right they'd skate like crazy and um we would borrow gear and it was all stinky and we put it on and we'd go try to play with our kids and they would skate between our legs and we'd fall down and but it was really fun yeah i really wanted to And I could could ice skate. I took um, three months worth of ice skating lessons just so – because I was going to New York and I wanted to do a spin on Rockefeller Center. So I took three months of of figure skating lessons to do that prior to this. And then I really wanted to learn to play ice hockey. And my ex-husband at the time says, well, I don't want you to play ice hockey. And I said, why? And he said, well, because you'll probably start sleeping with the coach." And I'm like – which was like, where did that come from? I mean, it wasn't even – it was like this weird thing. So I didn't because it was a good little – Wife and um, the day I filed for the divorce from, from divorce for that guy, um, I actually went and joined the hockey team. And we were doing this brand new team, and we um, there was a huge huge amount of people, women that were playing hockey, and they had had a team already. And that year, it just grew by like thirty women. It was like there was so much interest, and they couldn't handle us all. So handle us all. So a couple of us girls said, "Okay, fine, we'll make our own team." We found ourselves a coach that would make, that would teach us how to play. And um, he was just this crass, really great guy that, uh, that, uh, that was just taught us to play hockey. He played us, taught us to skate. He taught us to play hockey. And he, um, we actually, our first tournament, we were called the Charlie's Devils. So in McCall, there's a Loch Ness monster, or a lake monster named Charlie. And so instead of the Charlie's Angels, we were the Charlies Devils. And we thought we were the coolest thing. And like we were awesome. And we we were we were terrible. We were terrible. You may have watched paint drying, it would have been better. And the first tournament we played, we went to Vegas and we um, we played in a tournament and we played against the Ice Angels who were from Canada. And these people had been together for 20 years, right? These women. And we were like, you have to stay together because women's hockey is so amazing. And it's true. Women's hockey is this camaraderie that's just crazy. It, it's, there's all types of different women and all different demeanors. But when we all get on the ice, and it's, it's just an amazing, amazing time. It's, we're cool people. But on a little bit of a side note on that. About eight months after I started playing hockey, I again met my husband on the ice. He was a ref. And um, about six months later, we started dating. So my ex-ex-husband was was right in the long run. I didn't marry the man in the long run, but it (laughs) it was, uh, it's kind of a funny story how, how that all came to be. But I just, it's the most fun thing I've ever done in my entire life. I didn't start till I was 38. I hope to play until I'm 80. And um, I hope it's never something I used to do. Um, So it's, it's been really, it's been the joy, joy, joy of my life. And now everyone in my family plays. My son, my son, my stepson, my husband, and my daughter took it up last year.
0: Oh, my gosh! That is so fantastic. I love when people are able to find that thing uh, that that really you know lights up their their spirit because we we all have to work. We all have something that we're passionate about in helping people. But you also have to find that thing that lights the inner fire for you. For sure. What are some of the non-negotiables in your life? Things that no matter what, this is part of my either day-to-day or my my regular life on a on a you know weekly or monthly basis. What are those things that you hold on to as your core? Um,
1: my family is is I will drop everything for my family. Uh, my mom. My mom is um, my core, my best friend, uh, my husband. So, and then my kids, even though they're old, they still, I still will answer the phone as soon as they call. So, so that's for sure it, Um, hockey. um, Hockey, like I said, it's just something I, even if I go, like these last few months with, with being home and the ice rink closed, and then they made us, they wanted us to wear masks to play hockey and I just couldn't do it. I just couldn't go play hockey with a mask on. And so, um, I stayed away from the ice and, and, um, I just am afraid, not afraid. Cause it's, I'll get back on the ice, but, but this has been too long. And I, like I said, I don't ever want this to be something I don't, I used to do, um, right. forever. Uh, and, um, my core and family and, and, you know, family, meaning my extended family, my heritage, where I came from. Uh I, I grasp a long, a lot onto that work ethic and things like that 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 if I think that this wouldn't be something that my grandparents would do, I I it's something that I think about. And the United States, my patriotism. I'm a very patriotic person. I'm very red, white, and blue all the way. And uh I pride myself on on being that patriotic person. So
0: that's yeah. I love that. I love that. So, uh, being an entrepreneur in any business takes drive and tenacity and, um, you know, for lack of a better word, habits that you do on a regular basis that, that really keep you focused and motivated. Um, what are those things that you hang on to every day that really get your drive into full gear? Uh, it's, it's, it's the
1: not quitting. It's the, uh, I still haven't made it. I still am not, I'm not where I want to be. I'm not, I'm not even close to where I want to be. Um, and it's about, you know, kind of making my dad that the thing my dad said, you know, I think you finally found it, you know, to, to be there uh, is, is what keeps me dry and dry. My dad used to, um, every time he'd talk to me on the phone or write me a letter, he'd write, just keep swimming because it was because of some of the struggles that I went through mm-hmm. all, you know, before, before he died. Um, Amy, just don't quit. Just keep going. Just keep going. But dad, I don't know what I'm going to do. And dad, I'm lost. And dad, I have no idea what I'm going to be when I grow up. And dad, I screwed up again. And dad, and you know, and, uh, um, but he always just said, just keep swimming, love, Dad. So um, actually, if you hear my ringtone, my ringtone is Dory going, just keep swimming, just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. <laughs> I love that. And um, so, yeah, so that's uh, – but this year I kind of decided that I was almost manifesting the just swimming part, like treading water almost. I kind of had this epiphany of if I just keep swimming, I'm never going to – I'm never going to get there. Right. I, am never going to, I, I'm just going to keep swimming, but I really just would like to fly. Right. I want to go from swimming to flying. So um, even though I can't really take the, just keep swimming off my phone, I I decided to change my mindset a little bit and not swim anymore, but finally arrive. Does that make sense?
0: Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So for sure. it changes. It's, It's definitely changes. Yeah. It, yeah. I think it changes on a regular basis. Uh-huh. Every time, you know, if, if every time we hit a goal, we just said, yay, I've arrived. And then uh-huh. we stop like that's, that's not going to get us anywhere. The whole point is to then find the next goal and the next goal and the next goal. Um, I, I love, um, from uh, an entrepreneur's Standpoint of just being in love with the journey, I'm not looking for any destination. I'm looking to love what I do enough on a day to day basis that it's not about getting there. It's right. not about arriving. It's about the process in the middle. Right.
1: And there's goals though. So so I have, you know, these visions of, of you know, my goals, and and they're all in my little planner, and they're all in the little pictures, and and my, it's almost like my final, final goal. It's like the big goal of I want a big pool in my backyard with a giant flamingo in the pool um, that I can that I can float on. And my husband, when I when I say, well, that that pool is going there. And he's like, why do you talk about the pool? I'm like, I said, because that's like, I have to get 15 other things accomplished first before I can feel good enough to be able to give myself that pool and feel like that's like, I've done it all. And now this is my reward. Right. Even though these are other, all other goals, all those things are other goals, but the pool is like the ultimate goal because I've done it all. It's yeah. So yeah. when I say my, my vision is my pool, in my head, I know that I've got seven other things that i got to do before that pool arrives.
0: Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's yeah. always good to have that, that big goal that you're like, one of these days.
1: Mm-hmm. I actually day. made it go out last week and measure it out. And I'm like, okay, do 20 feet that way. And I go, go 40 feet that way. He's like, 40
0: feet? And I said, yeah. <laughs> you're you're like, day. I said an enormous pool. I don't but understand a, what you're not getting about like enormous. Day.
1: Yeah. Won't fit my flamingo if it's not that big. <laughs> so,
0: anyway. I love it. I love yeah. it. You've yeah. obviously gone through your own sets of struggles as an entrepreneur. If you were to give out one piece of your best advice, what would that be? Hmm.
1: You know, it's funny as I was thinking in the shower about the word entrepreneur. And um, when I was a kid, uh, I asked my mom, what my dad did and she said well he's an entrepreneur and I said what does that mean and she said yeah he does a little bit of everything that's what I thought for a long time I didn't know how to spell entrepreneur until about a month ago Um, but uh, you know and I'm kind of going through that with my daughter um, and it's it's about hard work and it's about keeping that vision and having a little bit of intuition of Yes, that's my vision and that's where I want to be, but you have to take care of these steps before I'm really good at having an end result and knowing automatically within seconds, the steps that we need to do to get there and know that you can't, you can't jump over things you can't, there's no shortcuts. Uh, you have to go through some struggles, you know, unless you, it, it's not hitting the lottery. None of it is right? right. And so giving yourself the grace and not quitting that's, you know, at, this industry is hard. It's hard to, to, find clients. It's hard to people. People are have a hard time talking about their money um, opening up. It's a very much a relationship business. And, and, uh, you know, if it would have been my old me, it would have been, I'd have been done two or three years ago. But yeah. I have finally found where I, where I know I need to be. And it's just about not quitting and knowing that it's coming and knowing that it's just it's coming. You know, it might take some different ways and it might take you to a different path than you thought you were going to be on. But it, it's coming and you just have to know that. You just have
0: yeah.
1: to. Yeah. You I absolutely- absolutely deserve it
0: yeah i'm yeah. right there with you i yeah. absolutely am right there with you so tell some of our friends if they are looking for financial planning and someone they can talk to that's been through the struggles been what through what they have gone through how can they reach you uh Amy Clark
1: at financialguide.com um is the best best place i do have a facebook page um and if you just search me, you'll find my page. It's doing. It's doing. It's under a little bit of construction right now. But just search Amy Clark. Um, you'll find my Calendly on both of those, um, and you can schedule an appointment. You can just schedule a phone call, a quick fifteen minutes. Hey, just tell me. Tell me. Even if you just have a quick questions, there's no dumb questions. That's the biggest thing. Is there's so many people that think, I don't want to go to a financial planner because I just don't. I don't have enough money to go to a financial planner. But I don't just do that. I do hey, let's let's figure out where you are now, where you want to be. If it's just that you just need a quick question answered, I might make it a little long answer because I, I don't have short answers. But it's not a dumb question. And probably somebody else has that question too. So there's no dumb questions, and um, I'm always open for stuff like that. And I'm not going to try to sell your life insurance on your first call, I promise um and it's just one of those those yeah amy clark, amy clark at financialguide.com is the best way and uh, you can go from there. perfect perfect yep.
0: perfect and one last question that i love to ask because everyone has such a unique response how do you give back uh,
1: i am a great worker bee so i have been president and and uh, I was a service unit director for Girl Scouts. And I've been president of of this and president of that board. And I kind of decided a long time ago that I really, I'm too scattered and too, I don't know. I'm just too scattered to to give, to be a president and be all in on that one thing. Uh, so I love to do, um, I just love to do little projects. If you need me for two hours for whatever, um, you know, like a friend of mine from hockey last week put out on Facebook, hey, I'm, i'm uh spreading gravel in my backyard next week and i really could use like three more sets of hands and a bunch of us hockey players showed up it was great i'm also a member of a kiwanis uh, the capital city kiwanis club which i really like it because one it's old school and patriotic we say a prayer and a and the pledge of allegiance before every meeting so it's one of those things that goes with my core um uh but we do things all over we we pick up the uh highways we serve hot chocolate at the botanical gardens. We reach kids. So it's just all kind of all over the place and lets me do two or three hours and, and on something different all the time. So I'm a really, really great. We worker bee, I'm always, I'm always available to help. Um, I work with dress for success is one of my favorite things cause it really empowers women. So I put a couple hours about, um, here and there at that boutique, um, and then do anything else I can with them. So, yeah. Just a lot of different charities, a lot
0: of different friends.
1: I'm always there to kind
0: of be a worker bee. I love it. I love it. I'm definitely a worker bee too. Mm-hmm. I can put in an hour or two hours, just about anywhere to help just that little bit. So
1: mm-hmm. yeah. And sometimes it's
0: all that someone needs is just an extra set of hands. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. And I'm that, that I know you and we can both be extra sets of hands all yeah. over the place. Yeah. And I appreciate you taking the time to sit here with me today. I am so excited to share you with all of my people in my little small corner of the world.
1: Well, thanks so much. And I'm excited to uh, to see you again and see what happens with this whole thing.
0: Thank you so much for tuning in to the My Wim Life show today. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a moment of the goodness.